0: Welcome, folks, to another edition of RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and with me tonight is a very special guest. You might know him from the Cooperation Cup. You might know his works with SBO, or you might just be a fan of his Twitch channel or YouTube, or you visited the Arlipedia. It's life How you doing, man? Hey. Wow, you actually got my name right. And so many people get it wrong. So many people get it wrong. I actually uh. it's actually funny I mm, and the episode where I talked about and this was months ago uh, at this point the episode where I talked about cooperation cup the number of people who get your name wrong even when you're there is astounding to me
1: funny story at uh, Wednesday night fights I have had i um, I've had a TO call for my name correctly and then Mr. Vi himself turns around and goes, "No, no, it's it's Arlie." And the both of us look at him like, "Bruh, <laughs> is that like,
0: is is it like a joke at this point? Is that a long running joke, or is that just what it is?"
1: I it just seems to be what it is because sometimes I'll just shorten it to Arlie, and I think that's what causes. I think that's
0: to- I think that's a trick though when you sort when you shorten it to Arlie. That leads people to think it puts in their brain that it's always Arley,
1: and right.
0: I, I get it on the shortening; it makes sense. <laughs> you can say Arlypedia. That doesn't make any sense, at right? All to me, plus it's a Y, so that's that's a whole new can of worms. Um, but what can people find at, at Arlypedia? Because there's a kind of a lot there, and I don't think it gets covered enough, or at least like so, put out there
1: enough. So I had a lot of plans for it, and then they became, oh, this is an unsustainable scope of work. But uh, for now, it has become some tracking of uh, various tech that I'd find with Vega. Just use that as a documentation resource. Um, Mm -hmm. I've also documented a schedule of all of Capcom Pro Tour North America events, including reminders of when registration deadlines would be coming up. Mm. This was partly in response to me booking my flights to CEO last year and then forgetting to register. Mm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Was it Combo Breaker? It was one of those two tournaments oh, yeah. where mm. I... No, it was called it was CEO. I showed up and I had forgotten to register. And I bodied so many people in casuals. With Vega with a character that they had no idea how to play against because Vega players are so rare. And yeah, there's uh, less and less of them. And it was like, Bruh, how did you do in the in the tournament? Did you make it out of the pool? And I'm like, I I went, Oh no. <laughs> so after botting myself epically, uh, I decided to to make a calendar with a better documentation on it. And being that capcom didn't really put out a a decent updated calendar this year for uh mm-hmm. that would be updated through google calendar or whatnot i just decided to do yeah. my own
0: yeah that's we i like we're kind of struggling with the same thing of there not being a very good calendar we're actually going off of like srk's calendar now uh but that's kept yeah. up by like mission z and, and what he does
1: yeah um, and there's also i mean uh what's his name ace king off suit also yeah. does some good scheduling stuff but he doesn't post things in advance uh, yeah, on a more macro level
0: he, yeah he's very laser focused on getting you all the information you need for a weekend like ready that week yeah uh, he's typically the de- i almost always link his stuff on the sub just to let people know like hey this is more information that anyone's gonna give you it's <laughs> like period because he found he found all the stuff it's
1: all the things here it is um, i suppose i should also do one for third strike tournaments it, although there are uh, precious few yeah that might be useful that might uh, be useful. Co- um, cooperation cup would be a good one to do
0: i mean obviously Clearly, uh, can you can you expand on Cooperation Cup? Because I've I've talked about it on the show before. Uh, it is my favorite tournament of the year. It kicks things off. It makes me. It's one of those things that it it usually comes at the start of the year, and it's like it's this refresher where it kicks off the year in a good positive note. Uh, at least in terms of fighting games, like let's say I mean this year being kind of a nightmare season for many other reasons (laughs) uh like in in real life stuff but when you can look forward to fighting games and you see cooperation cup and how it's run and just the general mood of everyone there um as someone with boots on the ground over there what's it like
1: so the first thing that people should know about cooperation cup is it's a third strike tournament that has always and will always be run on exclusively on arcade equipment so every year matsuda the owner of game newton will uh, round up his his network of fellow arcade operators and owners and they all pull their cabinets together their astro cities with Mm -hmm. you know genuine with some parts and the the coin mechanism still attached and Mm -hmm. everything and and uh with dying CPS three or yeah, it's a CPS three board yeah, it's on it. CPS three board. Uh, which may or may not be running I, I can't say I can't say the word, but may or may not be running certain types of software that can bypass the security cart and battery suicide restrictions. Anyways, it's a lot of fun, it's a five on five tournament single elimination single match you get one shot to prove your glory i love it or let your team down and you have the craziest team compositions i have ever seen in a tournament there there will be you, you want to see q you want to see sean remy hugo like oh man i
0: the, the remy this year
1: oh we didn't know who he was at first because he went under the name Lucifer, but it turned out it was Pierrot the entire time.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: he, he's a infamous Remy. He's probably the best Remy player in the world, has that, been for many years.
0: Because I was watching that stream being like, Lucifer, who the hell is Lucifer? Yeah. Who is this Remy who came out of nowhere and
1: bodied it, people? He was wrecking teams By himself. By himself. And- by himself. <laughs> We're just like, oh my God, he's up against one of the top Yoon players. He won like several years ago. And oh, what the hell? How did. Yeah. So it's just, Thirst Strike is one of those games where you have the the mechanics and the core engine have so much depth to them Mm -hmm. that unlike a game such as, say, Super Turbo, where you can absolutely be put into a checkmate situation. Yes. And you could be. And the opponent can only be maybe one step ahead of you, but you're already dead because there's nothing your character can physically do about it. Third strike has the the almighty parry, of course, as well as all sorts of option selects, and oh, it's yeah. weird it's option like, selects that take ad- oh yeah like
0: take advantage of systems within the game that probably were not intended.
1: Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, but, straight it's, up bugs. But- <laughs> So many bugs. It's just that there's been so much emergent strategy coming out of these bugs Mm -hmm. that it's created this game that is quite frankly, um, mind blowing. Yeah. The depth is,
0: it is as deep as the ocean and, and as terrifying, right. Mm -hmm. The, The options that you are given and like the things that you have to think about what your opponent might be trying to do. And your responses to that is just, it, when you see high level third strike play, it is probably the most entertaining game to watch. I would say that,
1: and you can tell when multiple layers of meta have happened, mm-hmm. like a transaction. You know, just like a, just an exchange yeah. of blows.
0: Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. It's it's kind of one of those things where it's it's obvious whenever like you see someone just like empty jump in. Like mm-hmm. it's like okay, well, you might have been fishing for a parry there, and then trying to react. To so uh, th- there's just so many examples of that. I'll,
1: uh, I'll give you an ex- I'll give you a quick example of something that would would look totally foreign or alien to a Street Fighter Five player. Oh yeah, please. please you do. knock your opponent. You knock your opponent down. Right. Yeah. Say it's say it's a Shoto. Say it's say it's Ken. All right. And on his wake up, your like the other character jumps. And then the character and then ken wakes up and then dashes forward mm-hmm. and then attempts to get an anti-air attack on the opponent that jumped and the reason why the first the reason why uh, let's just say it was me that jumped right the reason the why makoto, i yeah. jumped the makoto, the makoto
0: i, I should say <laughs> by the way people um to, to our life, for people who don't know him or people who don't follow third strike i Probably the best makoto in America.
1: I wouldn't say that anymore. Ooh, um, I'm okay. still pretty out of practice, uh, uh, all things considered. But and there and I could list off a couple of really good makoto players. Uh Knuckledust from I think in South Carolina, although I okay. think he moved. Um, makoto Mike Wakefield actually got really good recently. Uh, been playing in Japan here and there, and mm-hmm. he's gotten really solid. I can't remember. Who else off the top of my head, but those two come to mind immediately as having extremely solid Makoto's in the US?
0: Okay, so Makoto versus Ken. Makoto neutral jumps so, on Ken's wake-up.
1: Expecting an uppercut, right? Absolutely. So thinking, oh, Ken's just gonna, gonna EX an ex uppercut into a super or something. Makoto jumps up and parries on the way up in order to catch the uppercut. And if he and if the Ken woke up and didn't uppercut, at least I can parry on the way down, facing mm. forward, right? You have options. You have I have options. plenty of options. And on the way down, if the Ken didn't do anything, expecting Makoto to try to attack, then, then the can. Ken's just going to sit there. Ac- sure. Yep, Makoto can do an axe take, which is safe on block, and is extremely difficult to parry. If the Ken expected Makoto to perform a command grab, a Kadoxa, Right then maybe he maybe he jumped instead of uppercutting yeah, it, right it is
0: it is funny when you see that happen when you see two players just neutral jump on on a person's wake up
1: right <laughs> and but makoto's already in the air so i just get to swat him out of the air with a jumping roundhouse yeah, if i want to he's not ready to parry that but say instead typically. the ken's like you know what you know what? i'm going to do the riskiest craziest option possible i'm going to dash forward and i don't have to worry about any of her attacks coming down and the only thing she could do is parry. And now Makoto's back is exposed. The can just dashed under my feet. I'm like, oh, God, what do I do? And so I'm going to do the thing that's most obvious. I'm going to parry an uppercut that he's, that he's going to throw my way. Except he doesn't. He doesn't even have to worry about anything. He just waits for me to land and then attempts to do a low forward kick, which would ostensibly cause trip card if I pressed a button,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Except I committed to a parry, but that doesn't mean I committed to an attack. There's not an and action so I there. That's not there's no action.
0: Right thing to cause any kind of you can block immediately upon wake up. Upon exactly.
1: Wake up. So I attempt to parry an uppercut that's about to hit my back. Nothing comes out. I immediately go back to crouch block. As soon as I hit the ground, Ken, Ken tries to hit me with a meaty, crouchy medium kick, and no hit, right? Hmm. And so because of that, the transaction like nothing, nothing happens. But he's unsafe on block because it is a medium kick, right? Or crouching medium kick. So at that point, he has a couple options. He can go, he can go into ex fireball, which is always going to be safe. Uh, he could go into uh, if if he, but if he presses nothing, he's done for. He could try going to ex spin kick, but if I red parried. If I went to a red parry because you, you always red pit. You almost always red parry, low medium kick into a potential fireball or any other move, just in case they want to throw out the fireball, Correct. and it costs you nothing. And the timing for a spin for an ex spin kick would be basically the same. So maybe maybe it's better for him to do nothing and me to waste my my fraction of a second to attempt to parry. Maybe it's better for him to try to parry. It, yeah, it's, it's funny
0: that like we've gone on this chain of of explaining one wake up situation and what it all happened, happened in, in it <laughs> this, all happened in one second yeah this this entire situation that you've explained which is like a very realistic situation we're not talking mm-hmm. about something that's like crazy that it's like not possible for someone to think about yeah. not true this is like oh yeah that just that happened but it happened right now
1: mm-hmm Y you, you will see people jumping on other people's wake ups all the time in third strike. And yeah. that is the that is the the flow chart that's going on in both players' brains. Yeah, except against a Q player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Q is another matter entirely different.
0: That matchup, man. I hate that goddamn matchup. But also I Sp- love it, because when you see when, when you see like Kuroda bop a Makoto. Oh, his reactions Ugh. though. His reactions though. His ability to just to like always tech a dash and throw or like
1: always react to it in some way. Like every time. He's so fast. Oh, uh, he's
0: so fast. He's so if, fast.
1: If, if you watch if you watch footage of him hunched over the machine in neutral, he just looks like he is like a, a cat that's about to pounce. Even on defense.
0: I saw and- a, a tweet recently. Oh, absolutely in defense. And don't like he's crazy. But I saw a tweet recently that was I forget exactly who it was, but they tested everyone's reaction speeds for e-league.
1: Oh, right. That was been JB. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah, JB. That's who it was. I was it had skipped my brain. Uh but he said that they were in the top 1% uh even among like baseball players.
1: But the Right.
0: But none of them outranked any Pro hockey goalie,
1: right? They they apparently, I
0: I might say, Kuroda is like within the top one percent of like hockey
1: goalies. He he very well could be. He tried. I played. I played some sets. I would
0: posit to say that he is.
1: Let's just say this. I I played a couple of games against him in a set, and he was using a Kuma, and he uppercutted me every single time I dashed in. I didn't even have time to block. I thought. After the first or second time he hit me with it, I w- I thought I would dash in Which and then block. block, and then bait the uppercut right, and then because maybe he's uppercutting me out of my grab. No, mm-hmm. he uppercutting me out of my goddamn dash. And and that is like a twelve frame dash. Yeah,
0: like think about the response time, like how hardwired your brain to hands must be to, in order to see that and react to it. Man, he's insane. mm, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before as well, but there's a really good interview with him of where he talked about how he improved his reaction speeds and how he started to think about improving his reaction speeds looking at uh, baseball, batters. Like He took baseball, for example.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, Are you familiar with the article? I am not, actually. Ooh, okay. So mm, I might try and link that in the show notes, but there's there's an article where he, he goes on to say, Everything in his life, he turned into how fast can I react to it, which started to hone every single reaction that he could think of. Like the example that he gives is at a stoplight uh, where he's on his bike and thinking, as soon as that light turns green, I'm going to start pedaling immediately. And just that, those little things which test your reactions on a daily basis, it could be anything, just... Any any interaction at all which would require your attention uh, just made his overall reaction speeds to everything like that much sharper. So when he's paying attention to something like a fighting game and being right. so laser-focused, let's say, on a 12-frame dash, that's how he's able to DP something like that or react to That makes to sense.
1: That's like some Zen-level attention shit right there. Holy crap. Yeah.
0: It, it, after reading, um, he is kuroda is very good
1: he's very, he's, very <laughs> good. <laughs> he also, he's also very weird i have heard many stories yeah uh, i know
0: he, he's like <laughs> he's a super like strange character uh and there was that whole like situation with him uh not too long he was like his mental health was like in a bad way but he, mm-hmm. he was on the comeback recently and he's
1: yeah daigo hopped out with that yeah it's fucking rad uh, what i love seeing also are reactions to his play not just him destroying people but of of people other around
0: him reacting
1: to him people reacting and then i also see these players who had never played third strike before and they see mm-hmm. him taunting and they're like wow he's a dick because they, they don't know that in uh, third strike right. taunts actually do something right mm-hmm. especially and... for q you, <laughs> you
0: basically yeah. need to taunt
1: it's a three taunts it's all about the three taunts mm-hmm. But no one like a lot of new players are going like, "Wow, these Q players! Why are Q players such dicks? Why? Why are they like? Why is he taunting three times? Come on, the once is enough, right? It's a bit excessive.
0: (laughs) But the the major one is is when you do it like four times.
1: No, three is a maximum for Q. Why
0: not? Because isn't it? Hmm. Now my brain's messing with me.
1: Hugo has a Hugo has a four X taunt.
0: No, no, no. I'm thinking of it. Isn't it if Q taunts five times, the defense buff goes away?
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I actually... I, f- I forget what the limit is. I forgot is. the number. You're right. It, you're right about that, but I forgot I what the number is. I don't think it's is, actually
0: yeah. four. I don't think about it because it's just like three and that's it. Yeah. But that's the ultimate. That's when you actually know <laughs> that you're being <laughs> fucked with. <laughs> that's so when you see yeah. him continue to talk and you go, oh no uh <laughs> getting styled on uh but speaking of which in situations where this might happen uh 30th anniversary just came out mm-hmm. and one of Absolutely. the games available to play is third strike uh so i kind of want to talk about the entirety of the package of the third strike or the 30th anniversary co- street fighter collect hmm, street fighters 30th anniversary arcade collection i think is the full title uh, which just came out la- i'm not going to get the date right but it was while well, i was on vacation so i'm obviously not going to get the date right
1: i uh, feel like it was 2 weeks ago
0: no it was or a week and a half ago it was a week and a half ago uh or so but regardless, it uh, came out, um, and those games are – the games themselves, let's say offline situation, the games themselves uh, are very good recreate, recreations of of those games.
1: They're I basic- would even go as far as to say that they are arcade perfect to a fault.
0: Yes, correct because uh, there are things that happen in uh certain uh, certain games that are i mean like that's the thing though because those games were always broken and there are still things that were just continually broken like there's a ton of examples in eh, maybe not tons like a handful of examples even in like uh street fighter 2 where it's like Dalsum can just disappear
1: yeah the i mean those are fun to do uh, especially outside yeah. of a Outside of a competitive setting, true. I had their third strike had an infamous glitch where Ken would kill Makoto with a neutral knee bash, with a throw, and it would crash the game. And digital clips the the developers actually modified the game ROM to prevent that from happening. Ooh, as okay. far as I know, it's the only instance of them changing the game code to prevent like to prevent a game breaking glitch or bug. All pretty much every other glitch that I've tested has still exists. There's one where Necro will float in the air against Dudley after performing a back throw or a suplex on him. Mm-hmm. Uh there's one where after images still appear with 12 if he gets hit during Oro uh, Super. There's one uh, there's a funny one where if Yurian is standing over Remy with an Aegis reflector this is the easiest way to pull it off. And Remy wakes up, parries Aegis, and then Neutral throws Urian. He gets hit out of the animation of his throw, which is a bug because throw animations are supposed to be completely invincible in every almost every Street Fighter game right. until the actual hit, the the damage is resolved, and then the thrower hitboxes uh, disappear.
0: Once the throw is activated, they or connected yes, let's
1: say. Uh, once it connects the, the hitbox disappears, and once the attack resolves, the hitboxes reappear. Mm-hmm. so the the semi, the attacker uh, will what, can actually perform certain combos where especially if it's a a throw that launches up in the air, uh, can allow you to juggle afterwards if you got hit during the recovery of your throw. Mm-hmm. But in this particular case, Remy gets hit out of his neutral throw against Yurian, and then Yurian is frozen in place and cannot press any buttons. And Remy can is free to walk around, jump around, do whatever the hell he wants until he hits Yurian, And he can literally force a timeout win by doing so. Hmm. Or he can just sit there and uh, build meter. He can literally build meter to max, and then if he has Super 1, just throw two Light of Virtue Supers, or whatever it was called, uh, and throw a million sonic booms and kill Urian if he really wants to. And they kept that in. They they kept they they tried to be as arcade perfect as possible because the game is literally running emulators with save states. Yes. The the one problem that I've run into consistently is that there doesn't seem to be a proper sandboxing of of memory values or code or something in the in with between the emulator. So for and... for the layman, what do you mean? so in street fighter 3 new generation uh it's it's easiest so to give an example mm-hmm. there's a glitch that will happen if Ibuki launches someone up in the air and with a roundhouse kick or hard kick and then performs a jumping heavy punch it has a chance of crashing the game except it doesn't just crash street fighter 3 it crashes anniversary collection it blue screens your ps4 and then you get kicked to the PS4's main menu. So the the crash state is not contained in a small sandbox; it just corrupts and crashes the entire Anniversary Collection game itself, and just boots you out. I didn't realize that. Yeah, uh, I actually put a video up of it on on my YouTube channel just for because I was trying to demonstrate the glitch where ibuki walks around and floats in midair
0: mm-hmm.
1: not knowing that it it also had the potential to crash the entire game
0: hmm. so there are instances which because it is arcade perfect cause it to just crash entirely yeah there's no uh, I, like, there's no safety nets for that basically.
1: yeah there's there's no safety net it will just crash everything okay Okay, so, good to know. Good yeah. to know. So I, all those glitches are still in. Yeah. All right, that's the, the, but at the same
0: time, I think that's kind of rad. I think that's kind of cool.
1: Hey, I want to do handcuffs. Yes, you want to do the guile goes. handcuffs. You want to do guile handcuffs.
0: And like totally break totally break the match and you can do that online. You can do that mm-hmm. online, which is the fun w- part. Something Would, would I you believe, believe something that oh, I didn't uh, test uh actually and I haven't seen anything about this, but can you choose Akuma?
1: Uh, in what game?
0: In Super Turbo.
1: Yes, you can choose Akuma in Super Turbo. You can even choose him in Ranked, which is a huge oversight. But there's not really any way around it.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, if it's Arcade Perfect, then there is no way yeah. around it. I hadn't. That was the one thing I was actually super <laughs> worried about. And but, um, okay. I mean, yeah, there's a part of me who's like, (laughs) so the people who will be playing. Okay, so here's the thing that I think will happen is that the people who just want to play Super Turbo to play Super Turbo because they like Super Turbo will not do the Akuma thing because they know Akuma is is hard banned because Mm -hmm. he's pretty for people who don't know about Super Turbo Akuma is that he's massively broken i would yeah probably, he's gone pro, yeah prob, mm, probably probably mm, one of the most broken characters in any fighting game i posit to say
1: well snk has some pretty crazy ones too but yeah but in a capcom game super turbo kuma is just godlike that's fair that's fair uh, i would say that
0: uh And my worry was that you would be able to select him online. So the only people who are going to choose him, like I'm trying to think of the Venn diagram of people who would know, know that you can select him because he's not (laughs) in the character select screen. You have to know exactly how to. Yes. He does require a code. Uh, So there's that right there. He's not like easy to do unless, I don't know, someone wrote a game facts article on it a decade ago telling you how to do it. And then, uh, oh, actually, James Chen wrote a FAQ a decade, two decades ago, which will tell you <laughs> how to, to select Akuma in the arcades. I would almost I think, bet
1: he did. I, I think can, the Akuma code is actually documented in <laughs> Anniversary Collection because you oh, can go it? to arcade mode, and then there's like an option to, to view tips about the game. And they, to, they show you how to select different modes of the game. Such as like, how do you pick old Ryu or, or how do you do uh, dramatic battle mode in Alpha Two or whatnot, right? And I think the Akuma code is actually documented in that. But my that, the only I way be
0: surprised because the the things that they actually ha- so that's kind of another thing about the 30th anniversary collection is that what they provide on like the back end of here's just like things to look at are actually kind of super interesting. Yeah, yeah,
1: there's it's, a lot of good trivia.
0: Yeah, and I'm usually not about that. I I usually find like my my time is a very hot commodity. It's a very valuable commodity to me. So like, look digging through stuff and just looking at like like box art. I'm like, okay, like I've seen box art before, but this is like the nitty gritty of things. I saw a fat Ken that I had never seen before. <laughs> that got oh, me. <laughs> yeah, I had never seen the Fat Ken.
1: And they, I was like, yeah.
0: The
1: they, got, they got a hold of uh, some pretty interesting old memorabilia and high-res art scans and and mm-hmm. stuff. They they really digged it, like, deep into the crypts of Capcom for this. And uh, I actually really appreciate the, the work that they put into it for that.
0: Yeah, so those are the things that they put the hard work into.
1: Just but, not so much the UX. There are some other
0: things about the 30th anniversary collection that are like problematic in a few ways. Oh,
1: oh boy, where do we start? Uh, rematch? Or, well, first, oh yeah, so uh, rematches, I, for example. I, I, I
0: don't even know. Like I don't even know. Like let's start with rematches.
1: Okay, so you you beat your opponent. You don't get to see the victory quotes of your character, which I find kind of sad, but that's a minor point. And then you both, you go to this weird Mamie looking menu where you select rematch or not, right? And you would think, okay, rematch means let's go back, let's jump back in, same character, same super art or options or what? I, no, it takes you back to character select screen without any warning. And so you could just sit there mashing the button to go to the next part, and then all of a sudden, you go to character select, and you picked Rio in accident. Mhm. This happens all the time. So it, that's that's a UX issue. A user experience is what UX stands for. And uh, it's, it's just so completely disjointed from what every player has gotten used to and with the standards that have been set, you know, if I want to ch- ch- change my character, I would just go to a character select option, right? It shouldn't be called rematch. And why are we playing 3 3 games instead of doing a best a best of 3? It's always 3 games every time so on online ranked we end up doing three we get 30 sets, which makes no sense. You know about that, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's first it's first two not best of
1: yeah yeah it's just they just you just play 3 games no matter what and yeah. then there's the super turbo akuma uh, option yeah. what the way they could have fixed this honestly is that they could have made a special rom of the game specifically for ranked play disabling akuma and it would just take like one address modification to do that for super sure. turbo
0: sure I, I don't uh, personally know how deep you would have to dig into the code. The code's probably not that complicated
1: for for a game of that era. Yeah, am, I, we like, could, am I
0: ignorant in thinking that?
1: We could, we could just figure it out in about five minutes. All you do is you do the mm-hmm. Kuma code, and you check to see what, what memory registers have changed between before and after, mm-hmm. and just start experimenting to see which one was a timer, which one was... Uh, something else because there's an invisible timer ticking down, right? So you just make sure you take care of those options first and eventually you'll find it. and then you just make sure sh- you just hardwire that that one that flipped and s- make sure it stays zero. Mm-hmm. That's all it would take. Um, hmm. but yeah, third third strike uh, will still have they they fixed a couple typos in it, but then there's still a couple issues with that. Um,
0: wait, i I didn't actually know about this. explain so.
1: Okay, so the thing about third strike in arcade version is
0: I'm very well, well they, I'm very well aware of Capcom's penchant for for typos. For a company that spelled their own name wrong on at least one occasion.
1: <laughs> so I believe Capcom. 12 though well, they Digital Clips fixed the spelling errors for okay. 12 and then also Yang miss player 2 Yang I think mistakenly has his super art 2 uh showed up showing up as menetic storm with necro. So they fixed that typo. I kind of I kind of missed that one cuz that was that one was always pretty funny. Yeah. But the problem that will happen for a lot of third strike players uh that don't know about this is if you do not press a button to select your character on the on the screen, on the versus select screen, right? And your opponent did. Then they are forced to pick a they're they are now stuck in super art select mode, right? But you haven't picked a character yet, so maybe they're waiting for you to pick your character, so that they can determine what super what super I want to do or what super they want to use. The best example is Urian, right? Yes. So Akuma, So if the Urian player is facing Akuma, he doesn't want to use Aegis Reflector. Sometimes, right? He might want to use um, Jupiter Thunder instead, Temporal Thunder, uh, which is a gigantic fireball which does a crap ton of stun, and Akuma has like the lowest stun bar in the game. So you could actually stun him in a single combo. Mm-hmm. Sounds pretty good, right? But that means that you cannot if you want to enable yourself to have that option, you cannot press a button to select Urien. You have to let the timer run out. Because if you let the timer if you press a button to select Yurian, and the Akuma player the, the your your opponent goes to Akuma and lets the timer run out, the super that you were selected on mm. automatically confirms. Let's see. And so at the last second, he can decide to just go to a different character. And you're fucked. And now you're sitting there with Temporal Thunder against a complete, a character like Hugo or anybody else where Aegis Reflector would have worked just fine.
0: Yeah, because typically, Urien wants to go with Aegis Reflector. It allows him right. most of his best Oki setups and unblockable setups. It's it's what you go with if you play Yuri. But
1: but Akuma can teleport on Wake Up. So he don't care. So it doesn't matter. He just, he just teleports out. Makoto's another one
0: and out of there.
1: Yep. Makoto's another good example where uh the super that you want to use can depend on the character you're playing against. Uh Ken Makoto versus Ken, it's actually recommended to use uh Satresen, uh super one. Because Ken is so mobile and he has such oppressive pressure in the corner that you actually don't want to, the 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 risk reward for Ken is actually not terrible. If he he can murder you with or without the, worrying about the threat of Makoto getting a hundred percent stun combo super. So that's just one example. Um, but yeah, so, just... so
0: there's that issue on character select. So there's other issues as well with the user
1: experience Hmm. yeah uh, just you know i i think i documented on twitter somewhere but it's it's a long list oh, have you started a twitter moment have you started an fgc
0: twitter moment i didn't
1: do mm-hmm. a moment maybe i should have oh, i also we, know that can
0: we wrap a little bit about i didn't intend for this to happen but can we wrap about how much i fucking hate that all like serious documented fgc conversations happen on twitter now as opposed to anywhere where it would make sense to have a documented like list of things that someone would want to search and find later on in life uh, other like a month from now Mm. Mm, motherfucker twitter moments
1: i guess are the best solution we have uh, and they're a pretty terrible solution but (laughs) it's what's i mean facebook it's not going to work for facebook um no one uses Facebook for for that sort of thing, anyways. Uh, Twitter has the biggest amount of reach and engagement. Uh, it's persistent. It, its ability to curate persistent information and and uh, interactions is terrible, but it's almost kind of all we have. Sure, you can SRK forums. I mean, there's no reach for that. Yeah, you know, I mean they
0: did survive at least.
1: There's, yeah, they, there was they that are moment archived.
0: where we got a little worried of like, hey, it has kind of go away, but they were like, yeah, "Nah, psych." But,
1: yeah, but you don't have a self-curated feed of of people yeah. that you follow in any other medium. I guess I, it's just the the only solution really is to put an an additional layer on top of Twitter to make it more manageable for this purpose, or or you do something like start a wiki and start documenting a bunch of these uh moments or i agree a piece of information i actually did that for arlypedia for articles japanese written articles that were translated hmm. so there's a series of Have
0: you checked out uh fugo tibetai i
1: don't know i have I'm actually correct Fugo tabetai um okay. yeah Fugo tabetai I've actually doctor. documented Doctor Dokugutapai. <laughs> <Ugo> <laughs> All right, uh, great guy. If you're ever in Tokyo, oh hit gosh. him up. He is an amazing host. But I, yeah, I've actually I've actually recorded links to his articles mm-hmm. on Artpedia, and I think he also he might have translated a bunch of Nemo's articles. Yes, he did
0: the the Nemo series where Nemo talks about like kind of just a whole bunch of shit like a whole bunch of stuff
1: yeah he's all over the place but Uh, it's about how he thinks as a pro gamer
0: yeah yeah and all like all aspects of that not just like within the game but also like how you manage your life outside a whole bunch of stuff worth a read definitely
1: yeah but yeah the only the only way i was able to satisfactorily satisfactorily track this you know this like firehose of information is just i had to start my own wiki i had to i had to document things somehow for uh to be durable and and easily searchable
0: the issue with that is that the firehose is always on yeah and your own personal time <laughs> is limited true so, so like how much time can one man or even a group of people commit to keeping track of all this stuff and it's i don't know man we're just gonna get yeah. crushed with information someday S-
1: some some of it has like some of the solution for this would have to be automated like mm-hmm. you would have to have a script alerting you when a a person such as doc fugu doctor yeah fugu, doc Fugu or um um, Puppet Power, or there's a couple of other translators that are out there. If one of them talks about Street Fighter of some kind, right? You, if if Giuna
0: talks about Street Fighter, for example,
1: right, and not <laughs> Dragon Ball or something else, <laughs> you know, if if, if Giuna says anything about Daigo, you know, okay, there that should more be a fair. flag, that's, right? That's more fair.
0: Yeah, that's more fair. Because
1: right, the, there should be a flag for that. And so, for like maybe you have to have a Discord with a bot that's constantly just you know crapping out you know alerts for whenever some, you know player a or you know this person talks about this this keyword and then a human has to intervene and do their whole tiering test of is this uh, high quality information that i want to record if not mm. okay just pass it along right and there, but there's just all these intermediary layers to manage this information, I'm in IT. Yeah. I'm in information technology. Oh,
0: really? And I couldn't I, tell. I, I thought you were like <laughs> a labor foreman or something. From all of this well, conversation.
1: <laughs> well, my I actually have a bachelor's degree in sociology, which has nothing to do with IT. I have no idea how I ended up in it in the first place, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just like you're, there's there is a very pressing need to manage this fire hose of information. And and record it and document it so that people don't accidentally do f- invent the same thing twice or three times or four times in a row. Which I, I can't tell you. Which happens? God, I have I have reinvented an Oki Zema setup with Vega in Street Fighter Five like three times. Yourself. Without this doing is your it. own and problem. Th- th- this is me, right? <laughs> I made it the first time, like back in season one, and then uh. someone in someone in in my Twitch stream will be like, "Yo." You're you down. did this like two years ago i've been using it ever since how did you forget your own setup i'm like oh god
0: it's pretty easy to forget things honestly <laughs> it is very seriously easy to forget things uh it's been there's kind of an aside but especially with like street fighter 5 where i feel like information is is like at the precipice of the, the human brain to understand the options at any given time
2: mm-hmm.
0: it pretty close it's not quite there because th- there's there's still that that element of th- that our brains can't process <laughs> but we're pretty like I feel like it's pretty close that you could be able to like break the code you could see the matrix for example uh, not the case because there's a human element obviously but like I feel like sometimes it's like it's right there and there's just so much to know
1: like the game is close to having perfect strategy in a way it is, is but until saying.
0: you introduce that human element of like oh no he woke up with a sweet
1: sure like you, you kind of try to like at that point it becomes how do i overload my opponent's mental stack
0: yes yes there's a very good article on mental stack uh, in fighting games <laughs> not not gonna Ooh. find it in lincoln in this one but maybe you should know it yourself <laughs> if you're interested uh okay so anyway so we were talking about 30th anniversary collection uh, mm-hmm. is there any other user experience elements that you have noticed, uh, that are just grinding your gears right now?
1: Mm. Honestly, I can't think of. Outside of the o-
0: netcode being bad, which is, mm. which is kind of a user experience thing.
1: Well, there is the issue of not being able to use diagonals. oh i just fixed this i i I,
0: in the time between me setting this up of getting our life on this show uh and trying to talk about 30th anniversary collection i was like okay i at least gotta like really dig into as much as i can uh and in that time i was like okay why can't i jump (laughs) diagonal why can't i fireball why can't i do that that seems weird uh, but actually on the, if you're using a Hori rat four in particular, what you have to do, not all the buttons work right out of the box, by the way, you, there's probably something else that I got to do to make the start
1: button work, but that's a whole other oh, conversation. Oh, right. Cause uh, otherwise you won't be, Oh, actually that's a really important one. Because okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. if you want to play arcade mode and you want to get past <laughs> the, the title screen, you hit start, but start just opens up the, like what you would think is start the options button just opens up the emulator menu.
0: Uh-huh. Right. So, what you have to do, folks, to jump (laughs) diagonally, is go to these switches in the back, and it has to go from uh, directional to left stick. Very important. Very important. If you don't make that little switch, you can't see it in the video portion. There is a a video portion of this, by the way, Uh, but there's no way you could be able to see. I might zoom (laughs) in. I'm not going to zoom in. But there's a little switch that you have to go from one to the other, and then... At, well, also you have to go through the controls and set your, make it fucking work. Uh, yeah, you got to do that, and then you, and only then can you jump diagonally. But also, you cannot start, so you got to find another solution for that. Fuck, if I know. I, well, I, I well, just, right, I well, just well, closed well, the game, so and then just restart it. <laughs> because okay, I put it, on it <laughs> okay, I pulled up my list. Faster.
1: Okay, I pulled up my list of UX gripes, and while we're on the topic of controls, the fact that this game is on the Switch, right? And there is no option to map triple punch or triple kick. Uh Uh-huh. Not at all. There's none. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know it's supposed to be an arcade-perfect experience, but, bitch, please, you ain't going to be playing... Most The average player is not going to have access to a joystick with six buttons that they can play on the Switch on the go. it there's like
0: there's utility for six buttons as well like let's kind of think about like option selects here as well of why that would be important to have when faced with the limited buttons to have a three punch or three kick
1: well try this go to play alpha 3 you boot up alpha 3 okay <laughs> alpha 3 does not have provisions for car canceling i believe um and so for zangief So, I should also say, in Alpha 3, to throw, you press two punches. This is important. So, what you want to do is, with Zangief, try to do a triple punch on a Switch controller, on the Joy-Con. Or whatever it is, right? One of your buttons is a shoulder, mandatorily, almost mandatorily. So, trying to press shoulder button, with the two top buttons, frame perfect, and get a, a Lariat, instead of a throw, is difficult for me, and I am a veteran fighting game player. Just try doing it ten times in a row perfectly, without getting a throw. Oh, oh, oh you know what? Actually, just try throwing. Just try pressing two punches to throw, yeah. and see if you can get a throw every single time in Alpha Three. The Joy-Con's not very good for any of that. No, it really isn't. And it this it's a terrible experience on Switch because of it, for all uh, for many reasons. Not just the fact that it's almost everyone is on Wi-Fi, but yeah, no triple punch, no triple kick or other configurable macros for pad players. Terrible experience for that. Yep. And... So, there's this, so there's that issue. Oh. But also I guess we could
0: argue that you can connect a fight stick to a switch.
1: True. That, Even... is,
0: that is an option.
1: It is an option if it's docked. If it's not docked, you have to get some adapters to try to pull that off. But only one uh well can i you think to? i uh, think you can connect to it with a hub
0: oh okay Yeah, you need some kind of adapter to connect to i guess that's true
1: i'm and, like
0: looking at my switch right now i'm thinking there's only one thing to plug it <laughs> and i, could, I and, they could do a do a dongle like an old ps2 days to get four players into games
1: that's, oh, man. have you played any? Have you played any lobbies in 30th anniversary?
0: I was trying to set one up. Uh, it seemed pretty easy to set one up. I couldn't. No. I I didn't have the time to really dig into it enough. Uh, but it did seem. This is actually a good thing uh, that we could send. here's was kind of like a history of our Street Fighter. Uh, we used to have this thing where you know, we would run tournaments from an IRC. And in the IRC, all you had to do was like a couple of little quick commands to set up a, basically you type your name in and it would reply to, the bot would reply with a link that your opponent could just click on and enter your game. Ah, It it seems that that is capable uh, within this game. So with that, I'm happy. We can actually just copy the same code from the old bot, put Mm -hmm. it in the new Discord, and then we're all good. Okay. Steam friend or join game links seem to work, which is good okay. news. But you were saying
1: the the problem I'm having is that it's really easy to make a lobby, but it doesn't seem so easy to make a lobby that restricts certain games. Ooh, so if yeah, you just want issue. if you just want a third strike lobby if you really hate hyperfight, if you're sick to death of people playing hyperfighting Super Turbo, and you yeah. want to play Alpha Three or you want to play Third Strike, you it, tell me when you go into the lobby list, how many of them are all four games enabled? Because it is not obvious at all on uh, to figure out how to make a lobby that only has a limited selection of games.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a big issue. That's kind of a big deal. You would think it would be separate or at least there would be an option to filter. Right. That seems important when they're four different entirely. Di- well, not entirely different games uh, because hype I'm, is I would,
1: I would love to have an option where I, as a player would say, I only want to play these games and I could pop into, you know, a, a lobby that, that has sense. all four games enabled right and if the two of us don't have a compatible game then okay well i guess it's going to be roulette but otherwise if you have a favorite game and i have if we if i have two favorite games and you have two favorite games and alpha 3 is the only one that matches both let's play alpha 3 right but we can't do that the, this this use case this very obvious and common use case has apparently never occurred has never occurred to the people who made this collection.
0: In so I don't know man. So like this is I might just have like an old man gripe here. <laughs> like after years of experience and years of user feedback. Decades, people might say, of mm-hmm. online experiences mm-hmm. where people have provided feedback over at least a decade, if not more, you would think, you would think that there would be standards. <laughs> <laughs> just some, like, best practices. I, I can't, it is beyond me that there isn't just some, like, and this is It's actually not, I'm not even just applying this to 30th anniversary collection. This applies to, like kind games. of all modern all games. games yeah uh, yeah sure F- yeah fuck it all games uh th- <laughs> there are there are some that get it like pretty okay for for their for their genre and there's, mm. those have been pretty great uh, but not a, not true of all games uh, absolutely but fucking fighting games what's there's, an example
1: d- uh, Oh man. Cause I have two off the top of my head. Uh,
0: dragon ball Online's not great. Um, <laughs> for what it's worth, grant, I'm not trying to trash dragon ball. That's like the obvious, like I'm from our street fighter and I have to trash <laughs> dragon ball because that's the most popular game right now. <laughs> uh, no, it's just the, the online is also not very good. Street fighter five online. Also not good. Uh, <laughs> Also, like, Street Fighter uh, 4 Online was better in some <laughs> senses than Street Fighter 5 Online.
1: Sadly, was. yeah. There there were some like, elements that were better. So,
0: in some ways. But then, like, I like to look at it through rose tints, where it's like, yeah, but when you had a lobby and wanted to do any... You can't just... You just run one set and then back the line. I've sat through hours of tournaments, online tournaments in Street Fighter 4 of, like, okay back of the line i guess we got to wait for that guy to ready up so they can send me and my co commentator down to the back of the line because this is a nightmare life that i've chosen oh well uh forget <laughs> about those dump. those terrible <laughs> things uh yeah but like i don't know man like i don't know
1: how about uh, all right don't well the, the funny okay? You know what, the funny one to me was the biggest step backwards was back in season one and two the Mm -hmm. fact that we had to do a thumbs up between matches.
0: Jesus Christ, Uh, that this is like IRS stuff, this is not (laughs) online experience. This
1: is (laughs) that's just yeah, that's that was like the biggest like WTF moment I ever had. But online 30th anniversary collection on ranked has no matchmaking provisions or options, you cannot. For you, can, you cannot force the game to say only pair me up with people in this general continent. I I have to play against people in Brazil sometimes. I have to I will have laggy matches, and I do not get to see what the connection quality is, even though the code for connection quality exists in lobbies. I ha, every between matches, I get booted back two or three menus, and then I have to navigate extra menus to get to my next match. Where it, like even Street Fighter Five will just put you back into the mode you, the mode you were before, and then you just wait for another match automatically without even thinking about it. Like why is the step backwards going on? And the the king of accumulated UX gripes and best practices, the the man who got it right, bless his soul, is Mike Z. He'll let you know about it. Oh yes! Oh yes, he will. Uh, he will so, not um, be nice. No,
0: no, no. no. Uh, that's like one Mike Z man. <laughs> uh, fucking fucking love him. Also
1: fucking Mike Z man. Uh, yeah, it's just it's inevitable. You're like, God damn it, Mike. I actually How saw. <laughs>
0: I actually saw a really funny tweet from him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, the one about uh, Blaze Blue cross tag battle with the evo stickers. oh with the stickers (laughs) oh god that actually did get me thinking of like man (laughs) all the things that we have complained about over the years and like this is where we are right now like who's
1: esports now
0: (laughs) remember when the dlc was on the disc do you remember that when the dlc was on the disc Uh, and that was like that was a game
1: killer street fighter cross tekken Mm. i remember those days oh god you have to... okay no. that turned off no that's, that's
0: okay I, my dog barked into the microphone a minute ago <laughs> i i held his cute little face up to the mic and he let a he landed a big <sighs> yelp because he thought i was getting up and it was time to play it's not <laughs> time to play brick it's not put you, mm. <laughs> okay. I, I got his intention all right anyway so they're just you would fucking think that there would just be some kind of standards Bar street fighter has given Capcom a goddamn list of things mm-hmm. that they should probably do
1: Concerning netcode. Oh god. Hey, I, I'll give it this. I'll give it this 30th anniversary got the netcode, right? I can play against people across the country and Have a actually pretty decent game that's and interesting if, How do you
0: say and, that. I feel like there's a, the general sentiment that I saw. Granted, this hasn't been my personal experience, but the general sentiment that I saw was that it was either fully broken or okay.
1: It might depend on the game. Okay. But for for Third Strike, I have generally had good experiences. Better and... or
0: worse than... Uh, Third strike Far better than- online edition or what was it? Um,
1: uh, online edition was, had pretty good code too, actually.
0: Yeah. That was, um, that was pretty good.
1: The rollback yeah. was pretty good on, on online edition.
0: Shout outs to, um, uh, Gorius, uh, iron, iron galaxy, iron galaxy. Yeah. Iron galaxy. That's the one.
1: Don't know why I was working on that. The, the issue I had with well, I mean, their online edition was not a perfect port and had severe problems with uh, damage scaling after command grabs, which made Yoon absolutely freaking broken. But aside from that, yeah, it it was not a terrible port. There were timing issues also. Um, Mm. The 30th anniversary, timing feels pretty good. Netcode feels pretty good. They actually implement proper rollback and clock syncing, I think. That's the problem that Street and also the the lag. It's a big issue with Street Fighter V. The lag is symmetrical because Street Fighter V has asymmetrical lag, where one person has a great experience and the other person has a shitty one. Yeah, that that's been a thing for since launch. Yeah, I believe Tom Tom Cannon. I can't tell the two apart. Either Tom or Tony Cannon. They had gave that thing at Evo. At Evo about balancing the rifts. Yes, it was. It's a great. Okay, was it Tom Pro Tom? Okay, It's um, Pro Tom
0: Cannon? Yeah, on Twitter.
1: That was that is an amazing talk. If you guys are ever bitching about the netcode of Street Fighter V and wondering why is it so terrible, uh, Pro Tom just it like breaks it down to the nuts and bolts in a very accessible and easy to understand manner. Yes, you will you will feel like a network engineer after this.
0: Indeed, I feel that way, even though I'm a civil engineer, different, (laughs) different thing. Uh, But no. uh, Okay. That's, that's good to know though, that in, that it does have good online. We're talking about like net code lag experiences are. Yeah. I'm generally happy can, with it, or at least can be pretty good, especially considering yeah. that like the, the timing. It, it might be weird in like different games. I feel
1: like on like Super Turbo, it might be different because of uh, you know, like, Super Turbo has an issue with our red in general. Super Turbo also has an issue that the game runs too fast because ranked yeah. mode automatically sets it to Turbo Two. I, mm, I think. I think so. Um, or something. Or something along those lines. It, it had to do with the turbo setting
0: like turbo Two, us or japan that's what i can't remember were, yeah i'm i'm like thinking about a tweet i saw like a month ago of of either james chan or alex via saying like like turbo two with uh, no it's the correct i i feel like the the result of that one was that it was the the correct it was set to the correct one whatever it is okay i think but don't quote me on that. I might be wrong. Might be worth looking into. Uh, I'd have to talk to someone who, who knows about the nuts and bolts of, of okay. ST.
1: I do remember that it was an issue. Yeah. And I hope Digital Clips does not fuck it up when they release it in Japan with the Japanese ROM. That's why it got delayed.
0: Oh, Japan. I didn't know that. I didn't realize. Yeah. That makes sense, though.
1: That's yeah, because cool. that's, that's cool. Capcom, that's super cool. Well, I'm I'm glad they're doing it. It's just that at first, right. uh, Capcom thought, oh, we'll just release it and it'll just use the American ROMs and we'll just set it to Japanese language. It should be fine, right? I'll select uh, Fall Rod.
0: That'll be good for sure.
1: Yeah, uh, except that you know they didn't really think about the other material issues such as timing, speed differences in Super Turbo, for example um yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. i mean th- like one are-
0: was one <clears throat> let me think about this like one was faster <sighs> you know what i'm not even gonna try and say it because it will like I-, I will be wrong about this yeah i will be wrong uh by the way uh arlie you are allowed to drink on this podcast i didn't say it at the start of the show i didn't warn you about it uh well, but damn, this, is, I this is a curse friendly and drink friendly podcast Uh, so I will definitely say those numbers wrong and get the math all terribly askew. Uh, But anyway, okay, I think that 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 basically covers our thoughts on 30th. 30th. Unless there is anything else you would like to touch upon. So I, I think it's, you know what, at the end of the day, I know we've been like old men griping about this thing, old men fighting gamers, that... It there are these you know, things it's that ironic. Bad.
1: I would actually say it's ironic that you know we're old and we're complaining about it because it's really the new players that are having the that have the majority of gripes about thirtieth. Oh, mm-hmm. hmm. Because for us, you know, we go, oh hey, we get arcade perfect nostalgia, right? You can play Alpha Two offline wherever now, and well, like it works. But think about think about this: if you had if if your first exposure to Alpha 3 was the PS Vita version Ooh. or something else where you had Guile, right? Because Alpha 3 doesn't exist in Guile on the arcade. Or, you know, you had any other number of characters that you could pick. I think you there was even a playable version of Eagle and Maki that were lifted from CVS2 sprites. Yes. If you had World yeah. Tour mode, you know, where you have basically had your own RPG and buildable character in Alpha 3. That doesn't exist in this um, 30th anniversary collection. Not to mention, you know, the fact that you can't remap buttons and all sorts of other issues. Uh, Like, yeah, for the new player, like, not for the old guys. For the new player, it 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 can be a very shitty experience. Hmm. So, yeah, that's all I have to say about that.
0: But also, (laughs) get to play all the old games, like basically arcade perfume, and there's there's a part there's a part of that to me who's like this is good like objectively overall i might hate certain things about it but like objectively this is good yeah i I would give it that i think they could fix in patches i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not a i'm not a code doctor i don't know i can't operate on this code
1: every problem that everyone has right now can be fixed in a patch
0: okay well then there the
1: you go. the underlying engineering and netcode and stuff that's actually fine
0: the bones are good it's not a terminal illness correct
1: it, it this patient can be saved
0: they just came in with a broken femur and they're going to be in bed for a while it'll take them a while to fix it mm-hmm. that leg will be but-
1: up there but eventually, we can actually have a very good experience. It won't be as it won't be as good with all the extra bells and whistles that people expect out of a console release. But uh, it's not going to be Street Fighter Alpha Three Gold, you know, plus edition, right? You're you're never going to get that. But for an arcade experience, um, and having having all the UX issues taken care of, which should be fairly easily patchable. Uh, I mean, hell, even the Akuma thing can be easily patched, like the way I mentioned before for Super Turbo. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I, I think, I think it is just barely above water. It is, it is not drowning. Mm-hmm. Well, there there you
0: go. A glowing review from Arliath. Just <laughs> barely above water. Put that on the back of the box. Uh, it's good enough for me. Good enough Featured, go- at EV- <laughs> Featured at
1: EVA 2018. Just barely oh, above
0: water. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that sticker on the box. <laughs>
1: I, changed my, I changed my Twitter handle to Arliath at CapComplainer. Uh, that's
0: pretty good. That's pretty good. I dig that pun i'll just get, i'll just use
1: it. I'll just use that as a tag just barely above water the cap complainer
0: so I could keep you here for a little bit longer do you have the time
1: uh I have, I have this a is a like
0: personal time. gesture that I'm offering to you because I could cut it right now and we could be we could be good we could be on our way
1: I have a little bit more time
0: how you feel about Cody? because for the listener uh this is this podcast was recorded on the what day is it today
2: uh,
0: it is june 7th <laughs> today the date is june 7th uh and cody travers its travers right i heard some mm-hmm. I, i've always had that in my head but i heard someone question it today and i was like no, this is Travers. Shut up, it's Travers.
1: It, it, it is Travers. I think okay. it was established in Streetwise or whatever the weird, like ah. gritty, nitty game. You know okay. the one I'm talking uh, about. So, Cody Travers
0: was just announced at Combo Breaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, we knew he was coming out, but like we got the whole great video. That, by the way, that live footage, the, Kenny, was, Omega? the Kenny Omega, that, that was, was pretty hype. Ah, so good, so good. I've been getting. Oh man, I saw people say that like for Sagat we got to get L.I. Joe, <laughs> and I don't know about that. I, but... I, I, no, I not, I'm not a betting man. I I might put money on that. Okay,
1: I okay. might. Mm, I don't. I might put money on that. Joe would look pretty good with an eye patch.
0: He fits the part, right?
1: <laughs> he fits the part.
0: I don't know how like actually like buff he is underneath that underneath that shirt. I n- I never seen the man shirtless.
1: He's gonna like, be eating boiled chicken for the next six months. But I can't imagine.
0: I can't imagine he ain't he ain't cut. He looks like a guy who might be.
1: He could. He's he's not a he's not a tiny skinny man.
0: Put that scar across his chest.
1: <laughs> Put <laughs> that eye patch a, on that man, and let's some,
0: let's see that cigar.
1: We need we need some like porn star camera angles to make himself look bigger (laughs) you know the kind of talking about from from the lower point of view the upwards perspective
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's reeling back in my chair right now i can't i can't engage with that I just i can't get, but you know because right. long island joe is too wholesome he's too wholesome <laughs> and by that i mean there were some sister things that were weird but we're not going to get into that on this podcast okay we're not going to get into that he's a good man his dad is a very good man as well we're, i was
1: i weren't we joking that he was sponsored by browsers at one point we mean i was just think to remember we made Ooh. some jokes about this yeah
0: back yeah. in the day yeah Man, mm, man, do you guys remember when like the FGC was being sponsored <laughs> by Pornhub
1: and and the Oh likes. God, ValMaster, why YouPorn? Yeah. It was YouPorn, ValMaster, was and and no, it U-porn, wasn't YouPorn. It was Team YP. Different entity. Oh, that's right. Yellow different pages, entity. Pages. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Team Yellow Pages. Wholesome Yellow Pages, Filipino Man, and Yellow Pages ValMaster. Uh. T- and Yellow Christ. Pages Katie. Why can't we get
0: back to that time? Why can't we you, just go you know, back to...
1: There is a man who wants to take us back to those days of glory.
0: Can I get like X Video CN? Can I get that?
1: The... I don't know if I should say this, but... um, I, our, so To be clear, I do not edit this
0: podcast, so this not, is on you. I am giving you full okay. disclosure. I do not... And probably will edit
1: this podcast. Okay, I'll let me, I'll just say this. I'll just say this. Okay. Um Gutex will be our savior. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be. Praise be. <laughs> he is a, not, pe- he is a man of the people. He is a man of the people. He's yeah. People call him a sellout. People call him esports. People call him a greedy, you know, money grubbing
0: uh, by the way, segue... Uh, Mm -hmm. There's actually a really good interview of him recently uh, Mm -hmm. with the philosopher. He like tracked him down at combo breaker and he actually talks about like specifically being a sellout and like what that means or what like definitions don't actually mean and how like money in general is just like pretty good for the series and also like who gives a fuck Uh, which I think was like, yeah, that's that's a Gutex line right there. It's like that. Yeah, that's in line with with who you are, and also like, also who gives a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, right I'll, with I'll you, just man.
1: Yeah, I like. I'll just put it this way: Gutex has been accused of being a sellout for a very long time, but he is truly a man of the people, and you will see the 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 light. There, the light. I, I'll just leave it that you will see the light and the way. I, I, I'm just going to leave it at that. I can't give any hints, but.
0: that's This is extremely erotic, this conversation <laughs> has turned.
1: <laughs> hey, it's your fault for suggesting that L.I. Joe should be Sagat.
0: Uh, how did we get here? Okay, so anyway, uh, man. Cody.
1: Co- uh. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, but, okay so <laughs> Cody is, is, I mean, good looking guy. Good looking guy. He he has cleaned up. He's been out of jail for quite some time now, and he is back on the streets serving up justice. Uh, how... Let me get your first blush opinions on Cody. Uh, it's a very long the, sigh. It's a very long, exasperated sigh.
1: The The animation team at Capcom clearly is split into old grizzled veterans who practice martial arts and go down to dojos and wrestling rings and study the crap out of their models and figures. And then you have interns. And I swear to God, Cody had to have been rigged by an intern. So to that, I say
0: there are some animations I'm not going to go full blush hyperbole on like Cody animations are bad. I can see why someone can say that and it's a fine opinion to have, but I can see very clearly. There are some animations where like that's Stan light kick,
1: man. Uh, mm. Yeah. That's the one I was thinking of really,
0: or like ugh, most attacks with the pipe look not, not correct. Mm-hmm. Like it's like they're all in the wrist. He's got, crazy wrist strength um no core there there's no core with these animations why team yp cody wrist strength um (laughs) so but but on the other end of that you have these extremely intricate flourishes of empty frames so like my brain goes in two different directions, right? It's like
1: Okay, I can I can see that. That's fair.
0: Very clearly a lot of detail put into many of those animations. The dude throws and re-catches a knife, and from what I know about animations, that's not like easy to do. That's true. Like in a flourish. In an animation that like for the most part will not be seen. Mm-hmm. To which that argument is like, if the animation will not be seen, why put the money in the back end (laughs) when the front end is like, oh, hey... Uh, what's what's good it's like a reverse it's a reverse mullet the put like the party is in like the front and it's it's a bad party like i got invited to some bad parties and that's what's up front those are the act like those are the startup and active frames it's like oh you gotta turn that mullet around man and put the business up front like and then you know whatever happens after that is whatever happens like you know what it
1: is no no here's what it is it's a it's a shitty movie and and even shitty previews but the end credits are amazing
0: okay there's a really
1: good end credits scene there's, there's really, really, really <laughs> good end credits but you might you might have walked out because you got to really pee. or you, you saw know Thanos or you got,
0: at the end so that's good
1: yeah pretty much <laughs> 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 if oh, you man. stuck around right
0: if you stuck around uh so ah uh, so man i don't know like because there are some So here's the other issue that I'll I'll just have to bring up because someone will write in about this and I get it and it's fine. But like the Twitch stream, I don't know if this is true, but this happened the last time with, with Falk where it was like, okay, that's like the 30 frames per second stream. So you're not getting everything. It's not as Uh, fluid, but at the same time, that leg just is fucking out there. The leg is
1: just, even 30 frames per second is not that that's such a weak excuse. You can, even in 30 frames a second, you can clearly tell where energy transfer comes from the feet and the hips, like the twisting of the torso, like where mm. the core energy transfers from like your shoulder to your wrist to your fist, right? Yes, yes. I can watch Falk's critical art in 10 frames a second or in 200, and it's going to look just as shitty. Okay. But the
0: sound, Arliath. This get the sound there as well. You didn't hear the sound of the, the pipe hitting. That's
1: that matters, right? Uh, you're not gonna hear this. You're not gonna hear the pipe at a tournament.
0: You're not even gonna have headphones <laughs> at the tournament. What the, fuck, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> not even at Evo, you're not gonna have headphones that work. So like
1: Oh god, yeah, this the unpowered splitters Jesus that would crackle god. in and out.
0: No, they were they were powered. So the issue was that they were they were only three they were two channel but all the headphones were three channel
1: oh that's
0: what the root cause
1: was that's what the cause was
0: because they had the mics because they were brought to you by
1: right
0: but they were only stereo outputs but you had that mic input that was like hey uh, we're getting information on all kinds of weird channels so like Lariat it. comes through the microphone the opposite way they're trying to push things out the end holes and that's not Ooh, mm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an audio yeah. nightmare <laughs> like, whatever that happens that, that kind of that kind of movie requires expert preparation <laughs> oh
0: so but so back to aside from the animations because that's that's the thing that people have been. that's what you'll see on twitter that's what will get the most likes and retweets i'm sure
1: yeah that's a clickbait
0: that's a clickbait thing we've talked about that we've covered that that's fine there are some good parts about the animations that they're they put the business in the back end but cody in general what are the substance of his mix-ups because i personally feel and this is my take that it's not really cody Hmm. i didn't get a very cody feel from cody
1: I would have to agree, but it's also kind of early to tell. And the character may not even be finished yet.
0: Hmm. I suppose that's true. There were some frame data changes in between the time we saw like Blanca to his release. So yeah, that could be true. But for, for example, though, like the three frame crouching light kick mm-hmm. or any three frame button at all, he's, he's a four framer. So like already down a peg as it is in street fighter five uh ex reversal he, he needs the vx meter for for the invincibility he right. needs v trigger to do real damage
1: Hmm. okay
0: and like real mix-ups yeah anti-airs for cross-ups not good yeah it can be a problem that could be a problem in street fighter five um <laughs> Bad spray looks not uh, not a thing you should ever do for any reason whatsoever, uh, which it never really was to begin with. Really, has never been useful. Yeah. Is there is there any like video evidence of m- m- Momochi using bad spray effectively?
1: I can't remember.
0: I, I, nothing is coming to mind. Regardless, yeah. super not useful in Street Fighter Five, where like wake up <laughs> buttons is like a. Just a fucking
1: gamble. Uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see how EXonk you know, turns out. I guess.
0: I suppose the thing that gets me is that—that that I think was always going to happen with Cody—is that to me he is a frame advantage character. Mm-hmm. And like imp- Mason? Important to that is that he has ways of staying in to continue frame advantage. With just normals. To make you scared. With just normals.
1: Okay. So similar to bison then.
0: Ooh, yeah, <laughs> he actually isn't dissimilar to bison. I hadn't like made that connection in my head at all in any way. But um I might see that a little bit. His dash kinda is, makes sense. His dashes are terrible.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's not good. Uh EX projectile looks like a good pressure tool.
1: Yeah,
0: I'll say that it, much. His projectiles it, look pretty good, actually. Like the did tornadoes. they test
1: whether did they test whether some of the projectiles were actual projectiles or physical objects?
0: They were actual projectiles. Okay. Uh, because he could specifically because his pipe can reflect projectiles, and they were reflecting the the tornado back and forth
1: okay that's so, good
0: projectile not like for those who might not be following this conversation like ibuki's kunai not actual projectile
1: ex especially the ex kunai is a physical object that yeah goes through fireballs and strangely destroys other non-projectile entities such it as rashid's weird. tornado yeah yeah it gets weird
0: and also like rashid's v trigger one not really a projectile it used to be. It used to be. And my dumb brain continues to think that it is.
1: <laughs> <We're Zangies. laughs>
0: but that changes that matchup for sure. <laughs> I, can't,
1: I can't tell you the amount of times I've seen a Rashid jump behind his tornado and my, my dumb ass tries to do a full screen super to clip him out of the uh, uh-huh. air. But Vega's super is not invincible. At all. Just a, oh, It's it's projectile invincible from frame one. And that's it. Okay, sure. I'll I'll take that. <laughs> That is that is an
0: accurate statement, but also,
1: Vegas Critical Art is not invincible. It's the only one in the game that's not actually invincible.
0: Why can't it be more like Fong's Critical Art? I actually think Fong's Critical Art is super good. You know what? As, it's... Like, as I wake up Critical Art, I think it's really good.
1: Yeah, actually. Uh, Characters do not have very easy punishes for it either. And it does a decent amount of damage and it leaves you fairly close to them. And it the gives The flash you some really happens
0: after the first active frame. Yeah. So it's I a,
1: actually, I like that a lot. That's pretty good.
0: It's a good feature to have.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Why can't you know, Vegas why can't like we like that? Well, yeah. Why can't Vega have like normals that matter?
1: Yep. <laughs> <sighs> There's one other thing I should, I would like for Capcom to do eventually. Eh? Is if they ever want to implement a counter super again in their lifetime, please make the activation flash after the startup. Yes. Do you remember Cami CQC?
0: No, because no one ever used it, because why the fuck would you use it? Because it's ass. Because oh look at me, I'm in counter
1: state. Yeah. yeah,
0: with the arms to this,
1: to this. The <laughs> same then, thing uh, with Remy in Third Strike. Remy's yeah. uh, blue nocturne. You know, he flashes and then he just sits there voguing, like you know, he's just posing there, and then no one's ever gonna t- hit him because the super flash has actually eaten up your opponent's input. So it's like, oh, okay, I was actually really gonna press a button and hit you, but your your super flash just saved my ass. So thank you. Now Thank eat a super. Wake
0: up. Yeah. <laughs> now eat this full combo. Uh, so, but anyway, so as of right now, not a whole lot of Cody info out there. Yeah. It's really just what was shared with the WSO stream, which happened. So find those videos on their official YouTube channel. Uh, if you missed the Twitch stream, uh, I don't know. Like he had some interesting things, but and it, like he had some... He had some good, what well, I would say, uh, positive frame advantage pressure. There are mm-hmm. ways where he can just stay positive at the at the expense of, of meter. Mm-hmm. But he has the issue that everyone has in Street Fighter V of once you are outside of that certain range of like not being point blank, then it kind of doesn't matter.
1: Yep. So yeah, we'll see. The the other good thing to come out of the WSO stream is that uh especially if they went into training mode with the uh with the data shown that it it makes it substantially easier for the frame assistant tool team to extrapolate frame data. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge relief. Uh
0: speaking of which, I I guess we could kind No, we're not going to wrap up yet. We'll talk about that at the very end because you've also sure. done work with, with, with fat and yeah. how, actually how long you've been
1: like helping with that. Were you around uh, like
0: in the ESF four days?
1: No, I yeah. was around, I'd say maybe a couple months into street fighter five when okay. I got really sick and tired of the lack of data for Vega and mm-hmm. hit a dark onion and was like, hi, this, this shit's wrong. And he's like, Oh, well you want to help? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Give me access, and so lo and behold, there is this monstrosity of a Google Doc spreadsheet that all the data was being used to track. Yeah. Uh, but makes for an amazingly decent collaboration tool, I must say. Uh, and that is how baby was formed.
0: <laughs> that children <laughs> is where babies are made. So, all right. So let's let's kind of cl- any closing thoughts on Cody. We should we should kind of wrap up here.
1: I should just say we should wait and see.
0: That's how I felt about every single character every single time that they've yeah. been shown. And that we're going to go through the same arc with Cody that we're going to go through with every single character is that yeah. immediately right out of the gate, this character is dumb, obviously. Like, look well, at this dumb shit. And then long? someone's going to put a little bit of work into it and then you go, okay, I can see, I can see how that works.
1: Well, and how long did it take for Abigail and Minot to... For, for people to realize that they were actually a really good character.
0: And it took until yeah. like. Well, actually, Minot, to, uh, Minot. Minot, until Minot. like last couple months, I would say.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, uh, we I mean, kind of knew
0: how she was like very good, but the I, I would say, yeah, we saw the potential there. She had some like really good stuff. Uh, but at the same time, like, hadn't really seen it in practice under fire. Uh, yeah. but I actually think, like, Justin Wong, I think, kind of opened up. I guess Mm. another like page of the Minot book, uh, sure. In certain ways, because we've already seen like what infiltration can do, like all that stuff. And Sako and Sako, obviously, like the combos and stuff, and the being able to change from offensive to defensive, very good. But at the same time, like yo, like Justin Wong didn't use any specials at all.
1: Yeah, just normals, just just basics.
0: And guess what? Turns out that can that can be strong in this video yeah. game uh but regardless uh but anyway, yeah anyway speaking we gotta uh, see we'll see okay
1: yeah we'll Pretty
0: see much. it's like it's same thing with like i don't know people will tech it and lab it and figure stuff out and maybe half maybe halfway through season four cody will be good he doesn't have a three framer so like no he actually won't be but like
1: (laughs) (laughs) i I would say give it give it three months yeah
0: give it three months folks give people time to kind of sit on it let it stew let Momochi do his work and he'll he'll come back to us and it'll it'll all be good all right so we're coming to the close of the show uh everything that i like Every time I have a guest on the show, I like to ask them this specific question. It's actually a set of questions, uh, so this is extended to you. Uh, what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? Could be any normal attack in any fighting game. Not even have, doesn't it have to be Street Fighter related.
1: Melty Blood, Nero's jumping heavy, jump C.
0: Why exactly that normal?
1: Imagine a, a seven-foot-tall man in a trench coat looking like, I don't know, Tyrant from Resident Evil. <laughs> right? <laughs> Stars, you know. And jumping up in the air after he launched your ass and reaching across the screen with an arm bigger than the last ten minutes of Akira.
2: That's, okay. That's <laughs> okay. good. That's a
1: good It's like, uh, like you know. Yeah. Uh, that's and a good mental hits, picture. I like the hits multiple times, slams you off of the wall, okay, and allows you to ju- land, jump up again, and get it several more times. There, like, there are, there are combos where I literally use jump C like three or four times in a row, and then end cancel it into an air throw. That that move is just months like just, it's just a monstrosity it's monstrous the and end of, it's, like
0: the end of akira
1: it yeah that's ten minutes
0: of akira yeah that was that was i, I like that mental picture that you had the had painted. it was is very good very accurate in fact yeah
1: also uh, in J- in japan the move that that exact move is nicknamed biohazard because biohazard is the name of the resident evil series in japan makes sense
0: Makes sense to me. So, actually, because most, for the most part, uh, the only people who listen to this show uh, typically just play Street Fighter. Uh, not true of of all the listeners, obviously. Uh, but for those who might not have reached out into the air dashers that you are speaking of, uh, why might someone play Melty Blood? Is it worth going after at this point?
1: Melty Blood is like the the weird anime love child of play Blue with Third Strike. You've got parries. It's dedicated to a single button. If you want to go ham on parries, you can. Uh, it's got three different modes like Alpha 3 where the characters are almost completely different. Hmm. So you have like over 100 different playable characters if you really want to or is something insane. So the, the game actually has a ton of depth. Um, and you have an unusual amount of agency at any given time because you've got bursts uh, you you can double jump, you know, or you can jump or you can double jump or you can air dash, or you can air dash and double jump. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you have and you have a crazy amount of of freedom within the game to move around and maneuver, and the characters are pretty cool. A lot of schoolgirls. There's just tons of schoolgirls everywhere. But yeah, forewarning. Um, uh, Dancy
0: 17 for for, for anyone.
1: <laughs> no, the game itself is actually no, like PG rated. I know. The, uh, don't Google okay, But the it, source material! Yeah, Do that, not Google
0: the source material! Yeah, yeah. Safe search on, folks. Like You don't want to be put on a fucking list, okay? The, the source ma- oh,
1: God. Yeah, the source material may or may not be uh, Team YP friendly. Christ. <laughs> but it is, it is actually a really fun game.
0: Our bright future. Uh, no that's cool that's cool uh, i always like to recommend different games like i'm a big fan of uniist i feel like more people should play uniist
1: yeah it's a very good game the same team actually uniist yeah. uh, is the same team as melty blood mm-hmm. melty, yeah uh so anyway uh that's the first question the second question what is your favorite combo in any fighting game ah uh it's a combo that i i cannot pull this combo off Ooh. um Maybe if Second Impact had a real training mode, I could eventually do it. But it's a combo with Ibuki against Hugo using, I think it's Hashin show The Super R3 in Second Impact. Um, basically, you could combo it off of like anything into a ground rush that ends with a launch. Huh. Um, but... Oh no, I'm sorry. The combo I'm thinking of is actually with super with super one with um what's it called? Um with Kasumi Suzaku. But you, actually there there are combos with both. Anyways, when in second impact against Hugo, when Ibuki does her EX Kazakiri, the uppercut kick, right? Mm-hmm. And then begins her descent, she can air chain jab fierce, land, and you, you have to time the jab fierce frame perfect. It cannot be too early and it cannot be too late. And you can land, walk up, like you micro-walk, get a standing medium kick, and then go into another EX Kazakiri, and then come back down again, like 1-2, and then, it, given, you can do this multiple times, up until the point where you're starting to run out of meter, and if you have Hush and show, you can just go into the gr- cancel into the ground combo into Hush and show, cause a launch... By this time, Hugo's probably stunned, and then you get to bop him like six or seven times in yeah, the corner.
0: Yeah, because the stun—because how stun works in that game—if you are in the air with juggle points, mm-hmm. that shit goes.
1: Yeah, like your normal attacks do not re, do not end the combo anymore. You you could just juggle, walk up, do standing or toward roundhouse kick that hopping bell kick. You can do that like six times if you want to, and just get juggled straight up.
0: I didn't know about that combo. That sounds. That sounds delicate. That's, I,
1: I that's can find a you a
0: link for combo. the combo.:
1: the, the team that discovered this combo is a group of people called Skillsmith.
0: I love and they were, I love that this combo has lore that includes a team of people.
1: It, so Skillsmith was a club of, this. Of, of Japanese fanatics who would pool their resources together and just buy all the game, like all the fighting games. Like and have the actual h- arcade hardware. Okay. And in the combo videos, you will see that they set the rounds to like nine, and it's like, right. you know, and they've very meticulously mapped out how many hits it takes to build up stun meter to, to this point, or what, uh, you'll see multiple perfects on the board, because they just do nothing but on the original arcade hardware, lab combos and try to break the fucking game. They even have semi-infinite stun combos on Gil, the boss, which is not selectable. They played single-player mode all the way to the last boss, got him... were so good that they didn't suffer any damage and got him almost stunned and recorded a full-on 99-hit stun combo on Gil.
0: So anyone who doesn't know what that entails... 30th anniversary collection is out now. Uh, oh, God. Try and face Gil and just see what that's like. Lube up, by the way. Because <laughs> uh, that can turn into a nightmare scenario uh, pretty quickly. Apparently, not the case for these guys. For this team of players. What was the name? Of skill. Um, what was the name of the team? Oh,
1: Skillsmith. One oh, word. Skillsmith.
0: Skillsmith. That's fantastic. I, mm, I would like to dig deep into that lore. That sounds so good. Oh yeah. man, that's you'll, enticing. You, you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy it. That's very enticing. All right. That will just about do it. I've kept you well over the time that, that I've allotted. Uh, so <laughs> thank you for, for sticking it out for, for Hi. this amount of time. Sorry if you didn't me. sit down with, with a drink or, you know, weren't, didn't, cut a hole in the bottom of your chair to, to pee or poop like I have uh, <laughs> in, in that, that amount of time uh, but thank you for joining us and where can people find you on the, on the internet
1: you can just stick my name anywhere almost anywhere um, that is legally allowed so Twitter can stick it into to you porn Will you know, I don't have know you submitted I don't, I've never tried that I've never actually tried that I really should um, just put it but... in the and be like, Oh, yeah, that's weird. There's a cop oh, wow. video here. That's that's strange. <laughs> I wonder why that was. Is... Long hair, haired Asian man takes advantage of, <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah, it's also tagged <laughs> long haired Asian man. <laughs> oh, god. Um, oh. but yeah, Twitter Perfect finish <laughs> double P, yeah, yeah, P yeah. All over. It's just. Yeah. Peas all long hair, Asian man peas all over poor, poor nerd. Oh, God, man. with his <laughs> stick. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so I've got I'm on Discord, um, I've I and Facebook and Twitter and whatnot. I on my Twitter, I have a pinned message and it pretty much has the easiest ways of getting a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I run arlypedia.com, where I just uh plop a bunch of random information and uh and uh, finding game resources and twitter is probably really the easiest way to get a hold of me Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so yeah all right well oh yeah on twitch also i should mention i do i do stream on twitch
0: you have a youtube channel which you've been making you've been pretty prolific the
1: last like couple weeks not as much as I wish, as I should be, but yes, I will oh, be putting you some... you
0: with your free time <laughs> to make videos and do actual shit. You son of a bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. With all your free... Oh, I don't really have all that free time to just make like a half a baker's dozen of videos in the last
1: like two weeks. Hey, hey I haven't even... St- I've barely streamed these past this past two months. Ah, fair. That's
0: fair. I'm just giving you shit for it. I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> But people but should yeah. should check out your your videos and your video series that you have going on. Um, you doing any more work on the Vega series?
1: I will. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get 30th anniversary out of the way first. Uh, it's prescient. That's also where I make my money at uh, at once and eight fights. I didn't go this past week, but you know, it. I got first place last time, so. Cool. Cool. All right, folks.
0: Yeah. Uh, then if that's all, anything else that you can think, think to plug?
1: Yeah. Don't look through my Reddit history. Please don't.
0: Uh, all right. So okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, folks, that's an, ep- that's an episode. going to call it throwing the towel. Uh, you can find me at super Joe Monday on Twitter or at Reddit SF on Twitter. That's the official, uh, Twitter account for the subreddit. Uh, you can just find me on the subreddit, uh, show monday uh other than that uh you can if you have any questions comments or concerns please email into the show uh type in questions in the subject at reddit at gmail.com so if you want to show me where to find all the long hair asians pp <laughs> with stick on uh on pornhub.com uh we are not sponsored you porn porn. porn. Uh, yeah sure we are not sponsored by yp by the way on this podcast not sponsored by yp or any affiliate (laughs) stations whatsoever uh but if you have any questions fill out and of course uh uh, we'll have all the things we talked about mentioned in the show notes Uh, so if you're looking for those links just scroll down below and you'll find that but that's the show folks uh so again thank you for joining me uh this evening talk about some good old games That was a good time yeah thank, thank you hey yeah. thank you for having me oh it was a pleasure anytime to talk about some like old bullshit i would be happy to have you on uh but that's the show folks but until next time take care